0: I think we live in a, a pick-a-side America right now. There's um, The unity is what's missing. And uh, it, it's, it's I'm right, you're wrong. Um, that's the stance for most arguments, it seems. And I know that's a generalization, but I also think it would be true. So when, when, I, when I look at it, I, I, I think we're not standing united. Hey, this is Kevin Hoover. Welcome back to the Big Life Podcast. We're talking about some deep stuff today. Um, Oddly enough, this is not about politics. United we don't stand. This is the challenge we face in the world and the condition of the world with uh, COVID-19. The economy doing what it's doing, the leaders doing what they're doing, and us doing what we're doing is the most important piece because it's real easy to sit here and talk about what they do. In this episode, we're going to talk about what we do. And so uh, welcome to episode four of the Big Life Podcast, United We Don't Stand. This can be kind of a polarizing talk. It can be a, uh, something that you're either with me or you're against me. And that's how most things in the world today work. You know, and I'm, I'm approaching this not so that you understand my point of view or my beliefs. Um, I'm just pointing out behavior the behavior I see in the world, you know, a lot on social media, I'm sure you can relate to that. The social media is just a disaster right now. Um, it's just people can say, and they do say whatever they want, despite it being true or despite it being um, even helpful, you know? And so I think we, we as polarizing as this may sound at the, at the from the get, it really is not about polarizing anyone. It's about just pointing out a behavior that I see, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, no matter what you believe, here's what's happening in the world is that we're operating in this pick a side. You are either with me or you are against me. You either want me to win or you want me to lose. I am right and you are wrong. That's kind of how we're operating these days, uh, by and large, as a population. Now, there are exceptions to everything, as I acknowledge, and there are people who are not operating that. I like to think that I'm one of those people, but you know, my voice doesn't overshadow the hundreds of thousands, the millions of voices out there who are really just trying to be right. So we have to look at the, found, the principles that this country was founded on. Now, what I am not is a historian. Uh, I don't follow politics uh, as closely, uh, close enough to be on TV and talk about it. Um, so this is not about politics. I follow it close enough to know what decisions I need to make for my family. And that's where I stop because it just becomes uh, too much because I can't take on everything. And so that's kind of just transparency uh, as far as where I am. So when I say the things this country was founded on, I'm going on a very elementary definition of uh, we can't say united we stand, divided we fall, and have this right and wrong mentality, right? We can't do that. So uh, if being united is important, and it's in most of our our documents, it's in most of our our founding documents, you know, uh, if that's important to us, then we have to really hit pause and say, are we being united or are we being divisive? You know, because from where I sit, we're being very divisive from the top down, from uh, leadership all the way down to citizens. We're being very divisive. Of you're doing it wrong, I'm doing it right. Clearly, uh, it's a it's a right or wrong. And what are we really doing there? Like when when that's the case, what are we really doing? Right. All we want when we're operating in a pick a uh, America. All we want is validation that we are in control, we are correct, we are right, and we're free. That's all we want. That's what we're seeking. So when you see someone on Facebook um, say their thing, and they say their thing, and it's probably at the expense of the other side, whatever that is, you know, all they're looking for is validation that they're not crazy, that they're not. Uh, off the wall that they're right. They need they need some some validation, not only in the statement but in their life, right? So you really have to look at what is it that we're trying to do with this pick a side thing. Um, pick a side wins elections um, from president all the way down to to mayor to city council. You know, uh, you have the the pick aside side mentality. But what are we really doing? We're just trying to figure out who's on our team, and we want to hype up our team as much as possible. Most of the time, that hyping up our team means putting down the other side. And that's where we get into some some real challenges, you know, and I think the argument, you know, if we take the case, the the situation the world's in now where the big big polarizing debate is open up or stay home, you know, and there's no right answer. Everybody, if you have any kind of intellect at all, you can admit that there's no correct answer. Um, If you open up, you probably stand, there's probably gonna be a second wave of COVID-19. There's probably gonna be some health challenges. Uh, and all that. If you stay home, there's probably going to be some economic challenges, small businesses suffering. Most are going under. um, The hospitality industry is taking a big hit as are other businesses and industries. And so there is no right answer. If you choose one or the other, somebody loses uh, in, in, in that scenario. And each person gets to decide what their family gets to do. Right. And so I think that's where we have to come from. But we disguise the, you're wrong because we should be free, quote unquote, free, and we, we put this on individual freedoms and, and you know, the the me mentality instead of the we mentality. And we have to really look at a bigger picture. You know, uh, if we stay home, what does that do to the world? Uh, and if you know me, my opinion is we should stay home, but that's because my son has cancer. He's immune compromised. And um, that's my family's choice. We will be staying home. We will not be going out uh, to, to eat at restaurants or anything like that. That's and I don't think anyone else necessarily needs to believe that or practice that. Um, you make choices for yourself, but i made choices for my family, my wife and I have, and, and that's what we go with. So, um, you know, and I think I think any choice that's made impacts my future, just like any choice I make it might impact yours. And that we have to understand that, that, you know, the individual freedom thing, um, if that were true, then we can go ahead and take down all the speed limit signs. If that were the argument, we can go ahead and take down all the speed limit signs. Let's go ahead and... and um, you know, not need to put up any warnings on products, not need to, uh, we don't need to have any kind of legal direction in the world at all. If individual freedom is the argument, you know, um, likewise, there doesn't need to be any restrictions on gun control or ammunition or anything like that. If we're going on the argument that every person should be individually free to make their own choices, despite the impact it has in the world. We all know, like when you say it like that, it's like, that's just not how things should work. So, we can't really rely on the verbiage of the documents to guide us in today's world by and large, you know, we have to operate on uh, moral conduct character, um, making hard choices. Sometimes choices are at the expense of some people. Um, and sometimes they're not, sometimes you agree with them and sometimes you don't, but, um, really the, the name calling and the pick aside kind of thing is is really where the challenge is. You know, I think we were built on opposing beliefs. You know, we created two different political parties, uh, uh, two primary um, different political parties with different beliefs. And we allow one party to control certain things and another party to control certain things. And that's just how, that's that's the checks and balances, so to speak. And the the opposition, the opposing beliefs is the checks and balances, you know, to make sure no one's, acting erratically or doing things they um, that will overall harm our country. I, that's my understanding of it. And so I think we have to really look at that and say, well, at what point when a, when a global pandemic sweeps through, at what point does the separation need to dissolve? And even for a small time, we need to come together and make choices for the collective and fight as a collective, not fight uh, based on who gains financially. And that's a whole different conversation. Uh, you conspiracy theorists will, um, probably enjoy that if, if I went down, down that rabbit hole. And I, I subscribe to some of that, but, um, I really think that, and I, I, I'll tell you why I subscribe to some of that because of my son, you know, when we look at, you know, healthcare in America being a profiting healthcare system, And a lot of families not being able to afford treating cancer in their sons, you know, and you start racking up bills that are hundreds of thousands of dollars. um, You know, it, it can present a challenge where the simple thing, the simple fact of getting sick could put you in bankruptcy or put your family in harm's way even further than, than it has. So I understand all that. And I think that's where we really have to get to. And I think the bottom line is, you know, nobody wants to hurt alone. And so, a lot of the aggression that comes out, I see that and I think that person's hurting. They're feeling disrespected. They're feeling not heard. They're feeling um, that they need to be right because they haven't been right. And they're feeling justified in their beliefs, good or bad. And what we want is we want to not hurt by ourselves. We want to to acknowledge and get validation for that pain. And we'll find a place to go because we can make the internet say whatever we want. So we'll find a place to go where we feel supported so we don't have to change our beliefs. And that's what we do. We do that on social media every day. So the idea of united we don't stand is very much about um, ourselves, very much about us looking inward instead of looking outward. It's very much about us um, wanting validation, wanting control, wanting to be right, wanting to preserve the freedom that we have sensationalized, but the freedom that we're not responsible enough to fulfill. That's my opinion. That's why I get this podcast, because I can say my opinion. So as you look at your life, how can you be more united with the people around you via social media and your family and your neighborhood, your community, or are you saying things that divide people? Are you listening to other people or are you just waiting to say your things so you can prove them wrong? And I think that's the real challenge that we have to look at. We have to decide whether we're being a united voice or a divisive voice. Thank you for joining me on the big life podcast. This was episode four United. We don't stand. I hope you got something from it. I'd love to hear your comments. Reach out to me on social media, Facebook, Instagram at hug underscore your underscore people. And as always, you can get on my website, hypbusiness.com, business.com. Learn more about what I'm doing in business. I hope you have a great day. Make sure you're being united, uniting the people around you and not dividing the people around you. Have empathy for other points of view Hear Other perspectives, And do not think that someone else is wrong so you can be right. My name is Kevin, the Big Life Podcast.